they're incessantly interested in you as a persistent image, and that persistent image is a body. So when the thought says you or me, it's framed as a body. You can't escape it. So if you're engaged in the thought system, and therefore basically your life and your day follows I think or I feel, not precedes it, but follows it, yeah, then you're going to be under the sway of the thought system. It's going to be very influential. So if you're, there's like 70,000 thoughts a day, maybe you're aware of 4,000 or maybe less, or who knows, more, most of them are going to trigger the mental condition, actually the mind itself, to picture you as a body. That's what happens. Yeah, that's the bondage of self. So people, most of the time, fear, if fear is getting produced and it's not an apparent threat, you know, in other words, someone's not pointing a gun at me, but I feel very anxious. Obviously, I'm not responding to what's happening, where there's nothing happening here, unfortunately, in some respects, in the room, but I'm reacting to what's not happening. If you have anxiety, let's say, if a contraction is going on right now, let's say in the body, or you're feeling your breath's a little short, or you're nervous, yeah, but there's nothing to produce that effect other than activity in the head. It's not your elbow, is it? It's not your, even my knee, though it hurts, isn't what's causing, the, the, let's say, the suffering, because the suffering is usually based on I've been hurting for a few years and therefore I'm afraid I will be hurting. But the hurting itself is, you know, you're just experiencing it, yeah? Well, the thought system, this is good to know. I mean, if you're, most people are bitching all day about something driving them crazy, what's, check it out. I mean, <laughs> or you see the point of... <laughs> You know, I noticed early on in spirituality that people want to want to be free. They don't want to be free because they'd have to be free from the idea of being a person. That's the dilemma. They want to be free, but they want to be free as a person. In other words, they want to be able to enjoy the freedom that can only really come from a person as a person. It's just a roadblock everyone runs into because there's an identification and a love for that which we're not. Or it wouldn't continue, it wouldn't persist. There's got to, we have a role to play in it. I mean, if you weren't dominated by thoughts, you'd be dominated by something else. That something else may be what you are. Yeah. But when, you have, when the thoughts seem to dominate you, and maybe people say they don't dominate you, but I tell you, I've seen a lot of people make an extreme U-turn in the middle of the day based on like three thoughts happening in their head. I mean, it seems like the thoughts have been given a lot of power, the power to affect us. How is that allowed and how does it get supported? Well, we're identified as a thought. Yeah, the idea of being a body is a thought. It's a thought. Yeah. We were seemingly in a body for a year and a half when we were little babies and we had no idea of being a body. The body, it's, the idea of being a body, the thought of being a body came later when the mental state developed. Yeah. So in recovery, which some of us come from, 
he says very clearly the problem resides in the mind. Well, what, what, then what is it? What's the problem? If it resides in the mind, is it, is it brain matter? You know what I mean? Is that my left hemisphere is bigger than my right hemisphere? So I'm always leaning this way? Or is there an activity seemingly being produced or going on around somewhere that seems to be causing havoc in one's life? And that we'd really like to have less of it or be able to be, you know, not so determined by it or just get some fucking relief from it at night without having to take a pill or reading a lousy book or watching Die Hard 8 until we fall asleep. Maybe, you know, we'd like to be able to live a life not determined by my mental complexion, you know. I would think, I don't know, if someone, if you got a taste for it, I think it would motivate you, you'd be interested, you'd be keen on it, man, because that's what happened with me, when I realized, hmm, I think we put up with a lot of shit because we just don't know any better, we haven't heard any other possibility, so we think if we just, let's say, let's, you know, let's try to have only good thoughts, or let's groom our thoughts, by reading, you know, esoteric books and groom it with, so that it gets a little less unruly and it maybe not bites me in the ass all day, lets me have a three-month relationship, I won't flip out at a picnic, you know, maybe I can, you know, it's, uh, it's, I'm getting a little bit of a break from the tyranny, but the possibility of being free from it, how can you be free from something that you're identifying as? It's impossible. You can't, your mind can't even entertain being free from something it's identified as. It cannot. The identification neuters that one primal move that if something was fucking a hostile thing that seemed to have been working on me all fucking day, I'd move from it. Obviously. It wouldn't be any, I wouldn't have to have any, oh, let me think. Should I move from this or not? You wouldn't move from it. But what happens if you're identified as it? When you move from it, you move as it, which is the bondage of self. You know, great masters, and even in recovery, we say self can't get out of self. You know, great master Hoang Po, great Zen master, China, one of my favorites, says you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. What does that mean to you? What does it mean? Why wouldn't, why, why couldn't I seek the Buddha as the Buddha? Obviously, <laughs> maybe by seeking for the Buddha as the Buddha, it would be a way of hiding the Buddhahood from yourself. Yeah, maybe just could be the trick. So by looking for what you are as somewhere other than where you are, that may be the statement in, in cases that that activity. Can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Can't use mind, bigger mind, to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Well, what's one to do? Yeah? Maybe question, are you what you take yourself to be? And how do you take yourself to be it? By thought, usually. Don't you really? Most people's whole life starts after I think. You know, I think I'm fucked. I think I'm doing great. I think I'm fucked. I think, and it can go like contrary in five minutes. They think they're great, and five minutes later you go to the bathroom and they're totally fucked. What happened? You know, some people have like eight, eight earth-shattering events a day. You know, they're just like in total 
what's going on? You can't see anything. I can't hear it, feel it, taste it, touch it. I'm not having it, but it's like seems to be dominating that person. What the hell's going on? You know? I mean, there's something that drives us to get high and drink and fuck around and do everything. It's not just that we're, oh, I love just to do that. There's th- most people's movement towards things is a movement away from something. There's something that's going on that they're not seemingly aware of that's causing a dis-ease or a restlessness, and therefore they seek to get some relief from that. By getting up, getting it, you know, involved, doing things, you know, doing drugs, doing acting out or whatever. It's not a choice. It's just like this is the imperative: get away from this. But you can't get away from this as it. It's impossible. That's the frustration. Frustration with spiritual practices and programs and processes. No matter how much you meditate, you're not going to meditate yourself out of the feeling of being the meditator. It's not going to work can't think yourself out of the feeling of being the thinker. You can't feel yourself out of the feeling of being the feeler. It's not, it's impossible. You can't use the system that's infected to bring, to be the antidote. You can just see that you're not that. Not that you're not thoughts, you're not the thinker. Not that you don't have feelings, you do. But you do not have feelings. There's no one who's the feeler, there's feelings. There's thinking, there's doing, there's acting. Like the Buddha said, you know, events happen, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. Very clear, clear diagnosis. What? Oh, yeah. Events happen. So, so I believe if I don't do, if I was, if there was no me to do anything, nothing would be done. Guess what? There would be. I've, I've done quite well in blackouts where I totally forgot who I was. Like 16, 17 hours. I never got arrested in a blackout. I mostly was very conscious when I got arrested out there. Yeah. Now, what happened in a blackout? When I drank sufficiently or did enough drugs that my head, this one sense of self diminished, and another one appeared, and in its history, its story, it was the only self there ever was, and then it was when someone said, Paul, I would respond. Yet when the when this when the the, the old supreme little like the the old big lion comes back, the little lion recedes, and the old lion to cover the track says, "I was I have no memory of what happened, but I bought tickets, I went, I flew, you know what I mean? I probably got engaged with somebody when I was in a blackout. I mean something was navigating here, and when people said Paul, I was in like yeah yeah yeah. What was that? One self, two selves, how could there be two selves? If the whole story of being a self is that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, how could there be two of you in one night? Yet there is. It appears the mental process, they have it, the research is there. People who've had extreme trauma in hitting their heads in the brain, the thing that fires the most is this little part of the brain that's producing a sense of self. It's got to write a new story quickly because the brain got the damage. It couldn't. It, its production got stopped, and there was a big gap of no one there, which is what we are actually. And it scares the bejesus out of the brain, so it help, hurries up and creates another ball. So there is a solution if you want one. It does. Maybe you're fine. Everything's cool. Maybe every one of the thoughts you've ever had is just 
bolstered you and supported you and made you hugely benevolent to others and totally able to respond to whatever moment was happening and fitting yourself around every circumstance and feeling quite at peace and ease and very much content and serene and, you know, all of that, then fucking think away. But if the thoughts seem to be some kind of uh, aggravating quality, maybe you have to maybe see what your role in it is. Because if your role was changed, maybe the interests and the thoughts would change. And maybe there, you would experience the difference between thought and my thought. It's hugely different. Feeling, my feeling. Pain, my pain. Hugely different. Hugely different. Yeah. And that my is the activity that we're engaged with. If you're not awake to it, you're engaged with it after the fact. If you are awake to it, you're there before it becomes a fact. You have to buy the story to make the story seem real. If you're not engaged with, just like other people, do, don't give a shit about your story. Seriously, in a lot of cases, unless they want something from you or supposed to be a significant other or something. But basically, most people could care less. Their only, the only story that seems real to them is their story. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, I don't know. For me, I was keen on the idea of let's find out what's going on. I felt like uh, if I'm in a slavery that in a way is of my own, let's say, sustaining, I wouldn't say I make it, but I sustain it by being ignorant of certain points. Let's inquire, see what's going on. Yeah? And I did, and I do, and I've got relief from it for a long period of time. Long, long period of time. And then for this is almost like reverse engineering. I can tell you how it was because it ain't that way. I can tell how it was made because I've seen it, you know. Lucky me or not, but I saw it. I see it. I'm not looking from it. I see it being produced. And I'm telling you, it's a production. It has nothing to do with you. It's a foreign installment or a parasitical movement or something sort of like a wind that moves, moves in you and, and starts playing a note, playing a tune. And the note is I, me, my, basically. And then as soon as we buy those few notes, it writes giant symphonies based on it that suck to everyone other than you, really. You're the only one who keeps listening and tuning into the station of K-Paul. <laughs> you really are. No one else would pick it up for one day. They'd be bored stiff in a couple hours. <laughs> I'm telling you, I just did a long tour, you know, and then you get, you get home and you... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 800 people will come to a self-help meeting, but no one comes to a meeting's freedom from self. <laughs> it's not that interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> you, you may not get anything out of it. I hope you don't, really. That's the beauty. You don't get anything out of the fucking message. And I'm positive I've been here for a long time. Yeah. Maybe, oh, I really like that person. You may like the person who delivers it, but the message is a different story. Because it's boring to the mental state. The mental state wants drama. It wants if it doesn't see itself written into the story, it's not interested in going to the next page. <laughs> see, all it does is go to the author page, and if its name that's not on it, it's fine. It doesn't not interested in the book. <laughs> but if his name was in it, it would be interested in spirituality for like fifty fucking chapters. As long as you can be written into being the one who went into the cave, and the one who had the realization, and the one who's very clear. <laughs> but if you take the one out of it, clear realization, what the fuck? What am I going to do with that? <laughs> I can't lord it over anybody. Can't make myself seem better. Fuck it, it's no value. <laughs> <laughs> At least in yoga, I can do a better pose than you. You know, what I mean? this has nothing to do with that. It's not like a race, and one person's ahead by the nose. <laughs> it's always preceding everything. It's just the basic inherent state that we are, like it or not. Yeah. And from that point of view, you get to see how things are built from out from after the building. You call it your house. Yeah. From before you move in, you can make you may eh, I'll pass, you know. I think I'll move on. I'd rather be like a free range alcoholic or something. Rather. <laughs> yeah, this is us. They usually start singing. See, they're trying to they're speaking in tongues. I mean, we'll go to absurd lengths. Not saying that's absurd, but to them it's important, and whatever the mind intends, it can it will work out sooner or later, but maybe really later. Yeah. Hmm? There's just quicker ways if you want to go. The way of no way is the quickest way, in a sense. Yeah. If you if you see before the point, the point has no reality. If you see after the point, it's the reference for your whole life. Yeah. Most people just don't entertain that they could maybe be prior to what's appearing. They think they start here as a body. Yeah. This is a hum humble invitation to maybe just entertain the possibility you may be prior to thought, not that which is thought about. Yeah. Maybe you're prior to the breath. Maybe you're prior prior, prior, prior. If you follow anything back, it always ends up where you are. And if you follow that you, it'll end up to where you are. You know, what you are. You cannot. Everything goes back to source. Everything. So if this seems to be the threshold, keep going here, and maybe you can go back even a little farther. Not much, but it changes everything. And you're prior to the thoughts. Prior to the feelings, and you have some immunity to feelings. You know, doesn't mean you don't feel. You feel unbelievably, but they don't have. They're not used to produce a spin. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? A feeling just comes and goes. The feeler tends to stay and stay. It can't appear as what it is because it ain't. So it seems to appear by claiming feelings and thoughts and actions as my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. That's how it gets some credibility, really. It claims to be, this is my body, this is my life, this is my time. If you could just take the mile off and just see body, life, and time, you'd travel a lot later. But my body, why does this happen to my body? I don't care if it that happens to your body, but I'm really upset it's happening to my body. The, body, the mind changes everything, not the body, you know? The mind makes everything heavier. It doesn't matter if you're used to it or not, it's just not... To me, it's, it's a drag, really. You know, I don't care if I'm used to carrying a knapsack with two, 20 pounds in it, yeah? And I think, well, I'm used to it. I can live with this. I'd rather see what it would be like to take the knapsack off. Yeah? Maybe you'd be able to entertain peace of mind. Maybe you'd comprehend serenity and peace. Stuff would dawn on you without much thought or effort. Yeah? And it wouldn't take any time to arrive. And you wouldn't have to be vigilant or constantly watching and defending and reinforcing it, it would just it would just keep being as it always does, yeah. I mean this is the easy to me this became the last answer when I heard it. And it's been fortified over all the years. And actually there's been no thought of effort on my part. Just like this. I don't go like this. And try to see more. Do I? Do you? Do you go like this? Do you see more if you go like this? Or do you hear more? When you go to sleep at night and you wake up in the morning, how long does this appear as soon as you open your eyes? Did it take a while to come into focus? Or do or you like that? Do you get tired of seeing at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Do you? No, you don't nor 6, nor 9, nor 12, nor 8 a.m. Same thing with hearing. No, no, no. Then why is there so much thought and effort trying to get back there, there that has no thought or effort involved in it? As another great master says, you cannot use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. This is the dilemma. So, stillness... Activity, trying to get back to stillness, that's activity. Seeing what you're not doesn't take any effort. It really doesn't. Just hear the message, walk around, see what happens. It may trigger something in you. If it does, listen to the message again. Yeah? Get familiar with it. Because I'll tell you, I remember when it dawned on me, very, very obviously, And I was reading this chapter in the big book of AA called How It Works. And I read the word self. And when I saw the word self again, the hit I had on it was different than any other time I'd ever seen it in a book 
or had it, or having heard it being said, and that was it's a foreign installment, it's a parasitical movement, it's not me. And as soon as I got that, the next thing that dawned in me that had never dawned in me was I can be free from it. That's it. That's the key, in my experience. Because if you're identified as what you're not, and you're attempting to be free as that, that's not freedom. That's freedom as that, which is bondage of self. Freedom from it is freedom from it. The bondage will not be bought. You won't comply. You will abstain. And now you'll be directed by some other force other than selfishness and self-centeredness. You'll be directed and led and navigated by some other modality of mind not rooted in this idea of being a self. And your life will look quite different, you know. You'll see life is happening instead of interpreting it as happening to you all day. Simple as that. You take the you out of it. Life's not that unbearable. When you add the you to it, it is extremely unbearable a lot of times, eh? Hmm. If this message isn't for you, it ain't for you. But if it is for you, entertain it. It's here to save you time. These great masters, they came and they just warned us of certain things. Yeah? Like the thing of you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Self can't get out of self. You can't use activity to produce stillness. They were attempting to give us a clue about the mental condition, how it works. The mental condition, in a lot of times, is more into what you're trying to get out of than when you think you're in it. Yeah? So when you're trying to get out of a certain condition, you believe that's like the natural movement, but in a sense, that can be more of being in it than ever before. Yeah? So when you move away from something that isn't so, that moving away is giving it relevance, isn't it? It's like a jungle. A lion attacks a fucking water buffalo, rips its thing off. But in the head, the self has you by you moving away from it. By you believing that this thing, these thoughts are driving you crazy, and then you try to get out of it, that's another thought. You're trapped in, you're trapped on the fly paper. Yeah? Then you're drawn to maybe doing that. Speaking of tongues or 108 ambulations around a shrine, they're nice if you like to walk 108 times. But the whole point is just constantly putting off the immediacy of your own natural condition, you know, by looking for it. <coughs> so this is more seeing what you're not. That's what I think recovery is. Recovery works on a dominant mental condition. The steps diminish the mental condition, so the spiritual condition can become obvious. Yeah. Instead of trying to get spiritual as a mental condition, you see you're not a mental condition, and maybe you find out that you're spirit. Yeah? It seems like the same thing, but it's totally different. If you're coming from a mental condition and trying to become spiritual as the mental condition, all you're going to do is get yourself into another mental condition. 
But if you see that you're not the mental condition, you may find out that you're spirit. Then what would what would be the maintenance regimen or program to maintain that spirit would be being spirit. Yeah. You wouldn't have to wake up and work out three hours to be spirit. You just like this, you're not I'm not joining groups. You know, I went trying to you know, see in H D. I'm seeing I'm really seeing now. Really here. Yeah, no. You would be the spiritual condition, being a sense of onness at all times, would be maintaining itself by the awareness of it, yes? And then you'd have an immunity to the mental conditions. That's it. Any questions tonight? Mm-hmm. Not a question. I want to share something you, you had said. I want to put some of your own words with you. You mentioned when you said about how when you get really high and then you change, you know, one sense of Paul went away, there was another one there that would scamper to fall in that gap and remind me of when you said before. You kick this wall and suddenly disappear. There would be an absence of space there. There's never nothing there. I just like how when you said that, I just had the image of, of just saying, okay, yeah, that's what. To me, the self it loses all of its potency because there's always going to be something else to fill There's never not being in there. So therefore, how can the self be all that powerful if there's always going to be something there to fill it in? They're all kind of equal. Well, the self sense of connecting those. The self doesn't can appear on its own. It appears to you. It appears to you. There's no one. It does not appear. This self does not appear to anyone else. All you see is the body. You don't see what I see. Or you don't see the me ever. It only appears to you. It can't appear on its own. It has to be. It has to be remembered to appear. But what's something that is doesn't ever have to be remembered. It already is, always is. Something that isn't has to be remembered to appear to be so. It's just that fucking simple. And that's what the thought system does. When you do something you love to do, you forget yourself, don't you? I did quite a lot, many times. But what happens is, as soon as, let's say, that experience, though very powerful, wanes, which it usually does, like surfing or something like that, or it's making love, the self arises again, the selfing, and then claims to be the one who had the event. That's what it does. I'm the one who had the sex with her, or I'm the one who was surfing. That's what it does. It shows up at the scene of the crime after the scene, but says it was there before the scene. Yeah, but it's not true. I've seen it. I've seen what it does. Yeah, those ten days in a row, I'd be up on coke for many, many, many times. Even though it was super painful then, it was quite educational <laughs> down the road because I got to see the beast from head to toe because it was ripping me a new one for like twenty-four hours straight <laughs> for many days. <laughs> I thought if I could. Tighten it up to a point, it snapped and I'd be free, but it failed. 
It didn't work that way. You can't transcend an imaginary place. This is imaginary. You're dreaming it. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, then why are you having a subjective experience? If this place was real, the reality would stay real to all of us. Does it ever? We always make everything give it all the meaning it has because we're bigger than anything that appears here. Because everything's appearing here to us. So follow it. Follow all the roads. They go back to Rome. And then go go through Rome and see where that goes back to. You can't escape from that's what AA does. AA just asks you to see your role in things. And then by finally admitting your role in all the shit that happened or whatever, there's relief there. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I've gotten it. This is like taking it back a little farther. See your real role in everything, which is you're the dreaming of the dream. Not you as this. This is the dreamt. Yeah. The mental state's the dreamt. What we are is the dreaming. Yeah. We are the dreaming of this dream. We forgot that we're dreaming because we become identified as the dreamt. And now we're giving everything we dreamt the power to affect us as the dreamt. A dream tiger is really scary to another dreamt object. If I wake up from my this dream, I'll see the tiger as, as a dream, and what will will be able to scare the bejesus out of me anymore? No, from a simple recognition. Yeah, it's all not learning. You have learned a mystical way to deal with a tiger. No, you've just seen it as not being so. Yeah. But that doesn't come unless you see this as not being so. You can't see the tiger as not so and keep thinking you're so. I've had people get in touch with me and they, oh, I've lost my ego, but everyone else's ego is driving me crazy. That's not how it works. It doesn't work. This gets lost. Yeah. <coughs> Just getting the horse in front of the cart. Then the cart will actually move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I love it. I've loved the message ever since I heard it. It was like an unspoken yes because it's like the bell of reason and sense rang through everything. My whole life story was explained pretty simply by that one statement right out of the course right there, that you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and we give everything we dreamt the power to affect us. So we dreaming thoughts, and they have the power to affect us, because we think we're the thinker. Yeah, we're dreaming feelings, and we, we give them the power to truly affect us, because we're, we're dreaming we're the feeling. Yeah, thoughts come and go, feelings come and go. The feeler implies that it always stays, and the thinker implies that it always stays. It implies length and duration, while it's claiming that which has no length or duration. Have you had a feeling that lasted for five, eight hours, maybe 30 hours, 50 hours, the same feeling without any frequency change? Probably not. You know what I mean? But the sense of being you seems to have continuation, doesn't it? Some duration. You think you were there before every thought. You, were, you think you're, you had every feeling. There's been an act of claiming everything. 
to imply that it's you. Yeah? Every feeling has been used to point to the feeler, hasn't it? That's incredible. Thousands of feelings. I don't know how many feelings they had today. Tons of feelings. <coughs> All of them, the mental state is attempting to be like this. Right? Yeah. Feeler. Thoughts. Right? Thinker. Actions. Actor. There's the bondage. It's that actor, feeler, thinker. Not thoughts, feelings, and actions. They're being used to facilitate the bondage of you by the mental state to the idea of being a body. That's exactly what's happening. Or not. If you see it, it's not happening to you. If you look from it, it's everything else is happening to you. Simple. It's really quick. You know, Once it's established, the whole story is told from that point of view. If you see it prior, it's not so. Yeah? Then it can continue writing its story and proclaiming it but you will not, you'll hear it because you're conscious, but you will not listen to it anymore. You'll have immunity to it. And if you don't listen to that tune, you'll be listening to some other tunes. And those other tunes may be a lot more appropriate and more, they just ring true to you. Yeah? Where the other thing was fucking tinny, wasn't it? Some of the insane things this thing has told me. Most of the narratives now are based on when I was 18 years old. I'm walking across the street, and some girl looks at me. I'm thinking, oh, that girl's checking me out. And all she's thinking is, do I, should I ask them to help them across the street? You know what I mean? I'm thinking like I'm 18. So. <laughs> it is so out of place. If you even did a daily, just do a basic inventory of your day. When you woke up, what you drank, took a shower, and then compare it to the narrative you had about the same day. You'll see a huge discrepancy from actually what came to pass and all the yapping are over top it. Yeah, it's so, it's like the yapping is so far off, it's not even close to like being in parallel with it. You're not even close to it. You have a story that you never do enough, if you look at it, man, I had a fucking busy day, but that's not what the head was singing all day. You fucking need to do more. You're fucking slacking. You're not doing, you know, on and on. You know, it's just. And what happens? You tend to listen to this more than just listen to the day. Yeah? The day tells you basically what happened. This is telling you <laughs> what? Fucking anything. It tells you. Basically, it's all about what's not happening now becomes what's happening. Isn't it? If you're listening to your head, what occurs? This is happening, and what you're listening to isn't happening. You're obsessed with this, this will override what's happening, won't it? What's not happening overrides what's happening. You're not responding to what's happening, you're reacting to what's not happening. Doesn't that imply something to us? You know, doesn't that trigger some kind of, I'd like to investigate that. If I'm feeling fear and there's no threat, why am I, why is the fear being triggered? What's triggering the fear? You're not, you're not, I'm not. What's triggering it? Well, all right, see. See, see in your laboratory. Check it out. Is it mostly mental anxiety that's driving you crazy, or is it fear? Fear is a valid emotion. I've had it many times in this life, and it was appropriate. 
when I have it. Anxiety is based on what's not happening, and it overrides what's happening. That's, you don't see that as slavery? I don't know, that rubs me the wrong way. If you're going to be here, we'll be here. Find out what the here is. You may have had a here replaced by a mental here. Yeah. Hmm. So, any more questions? No. Okay. <laughs>